change. And John, there's a lot of changes coming in the future. So many for maybe us, but also for the video game industry, my man. There is so many great games to look forward to in 2018. And some, which I'm like a little worried about. <laughs> but at the same time, I think that there are something... There's a number of titles that I'm actually really excited about. Yeah, I, I think to have to follow up 2017, the greatest year in all of video game history ever. One of them. One of the greatest years. It's next what? to what? 1997 and 1987. Look into it. Every year that ends in a seven, one of the greatest years of gaming. 2007 was really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 2007 was also really good. Mm-hmm. So like... Every, sevens, man. It's the sevens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know how good the eights are. The eights, eights look are solid. Eight, eights are great. Mm-hmm. Eight looks really yeah, good yeah, this yeah. year. Um, <laughs> so good that you know when a couple of these games definitely get delayed, mm-hmm. I won't feel that bad about it. Yeah, Psychonauts yes. two already was delayed. Yeah, yeah. There's a number. I, mean, I think some of the things that we're going to talk about today are actually might be delayed. But yes, <laughs> welcome everyone to We Are Air, the video game show where we talk about well, video game stuff. Because we don't have any comments or news or anything. We're just going to get right into the main topic this week. And I'm just going to kind of start out and say, like, one of my most anticipated games uh, for 2018 is Far Cry 5. Which, it's interesting because the Far Cry franchise, I think, has felt like a little repetitive to a certain yeah. extent. Far Cry 4 was just Far Cry 3 again, except set in a new location. Had you not played 3, you would have loved Far Cry 4. Yeah. Had you played 3, you were like, oh, this is good. Yeah, exactly. And then you also had Far Cry um, Primal. Which just oh, took I place a different time Too period. soon. It's fine. I mean, it's it's yeah. It's kind Ubisoft of unnecessary. Ubisoft did that. Th- did that they thing did that where thing. they like they pump a surplus of games. The Assassin's Creed it. Yeah, it's just like we. It wasn't necessary. Although I will say, Far Cry Three Blood Dragon, great because it was so radically different and it was kind of like a separate DLC campaign yeah. in the three. But oh man, that if you if you got to play anything other than Far Cry Three, go check out Blood Dragon because it's so worth it. I really want a sequel to that. Give give me two where it's just his own separate game. That'd be great. But no, I'm really excited for Far Cry Five because. I think it's the most unique take with Far Cry, where it takes place in the States. It's a not-too-subtle commentary of some of the things that are happening right now, I think, in in our culture and in politics. You know, it's clearly a kind of critique on um, religion, but also kind of like this alt-right movement, this kind of... uh, aggressiveness that we're seeing in politics right now but again it's with that far cry kind of gameplay mm-hmm. and where it's you addressing that like and one of the things i actually like about the game where the protagonist doesn't matter who it is you get to create your own protagonist and i bet it's it'll be very interesting to see if depending on the skin color you pick how that maybe factors into the game because i wouldn't be surprised if that does and that'd be really unique i really hope that's tasteful too <laughs> well it's like i wonder if people are going to react to you differently in the game I mean, that you know, would, that'd be that's. Interesting. I mean, I don't know if that's part of the game, but it's something like, why did they suddenly choose to do that yeah. when the other games you play as some random schmo? Yeah, you know, I'm very, I'm very interested in this game mm-hmm. just because I think I talked about before that a lot is kind of writing on this game. Ubisoft yeah. has, as we said, done a poor job of kind of running their franchise into the ground, overextending them, but also now uh, making them a games for service, like they've done with Ghost Recon and um, the Division, the Division. And Siege, where it's just these con- God, continuous Siege. online games. Yeah. Games that me and you personally aren't a huge fan of, no. that kind of style mm-hmm. of play. I'm very interested to see what they do, but also how they handle this. Yeah. I think Machine Games has done an excellent job yeah. of handling the general topic of Wolfenstein 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hope Ubisoft doesn't back away from what they're talking about, because is this Montreal? Is this... This is an American developer, yeah. uh, one American team. So I hope they lean into it and aren't afraid to go. You know, we are commenting on these things, mm-hmm. and 
as a religious person too, I love when people tackle that topic and I hope it comes from a, no, keep going. Uh, I hope it comes from a, from a place of, you know, speaking to the fact that don't blindly follow anything. Yeah. There's a lot of important, like you can have your beliefs. That's fine. But also don't be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the there's thing. a way to go about what you believe and not offending other people. So yeah. I, I am interested to see how these developers handle it and if they can handle it with some grace and aptitude. Yeah. There's five developers on this game. Oh, it's five of the studios. It, and, but this is the same thing they don't all the other, like Assassin's Creed as well, where they have. Is that what they did with studios. the origins? I don't know. That's a good question. I didn't look up origins because I haven't, I haven't played the game, but yeah. I don't know. But yeah, they have. It's Ubisoft Reflections, Ubisoft Montreal, Ubisoft Kiev, Ubisoft Shanghai, and Ubisoft Toronto. I'll work on this game. This is probably like hundreds upon hundreds of people working on this one title. There's probably writing on it. Yeah, exactly. And, but I, I just and they did delay it, so that hopefully means they're taking the time. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Take, take your time. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just the the the, the, the Far Cry series needs to be refreshed, and I'm glad that they addressed it early on, especially with you know having run Assassin's Creed into the ground. I'm glad that they're kind of trying to circumvent that with this title, which yeah. makes me excited. And about. they kind of did that with Primal. They tried to add it. A they different tried to do flair. something different. Yeah, it just enough. came a little too soon. Exactly. I think. Yeah. Uh, so my first game, and I'm just gonna gonna go in here in order of release, is coming out of this month, folks. It's Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Mm. Um, it's coming. It's a 3v3 2.5d fighting game from arc system works the people behind the guilty gear series so you know these guys know how to develop a fighting game one of my favorite fighting games is actually the dragon ball z budokai series same man the ps2 the the first the first one is so great the first one's so good because it has (laughs) cg uh recreations of the animated series and i just i love the, it, it, I think it does the Frieza saga. It does the the, it goes up the, the Cell, Sa- Cell saga. Saiyan, Sa- Sa- Frieza, and Cell, Android yep. and Cell saga slash yeah, Android. Android. You know, and, I'm gonna say it right now, Android very underrated. Yeah. It kind of got the. It, it was cut short because of the Cell saga. Yeah, Androids are great. I yeah. love uh, 17 and 18 and 16. Oh, so good. And the fact that you know, like we talked about in our previous episode, where Injustice and Nether Realm, yeah, it's just Nether Realm in general really set the standard like you've got to have a story mode and you've got to come mm-hmm. come come swinging with your, with your story mode and the fact that this game is going to have a story mode that looks to be anime as shit and i oh, love yeah. that <laughs> even if it's a little too complicated for me because 3v3 kind of breaks my brain <laughs> in terms yeah, of fighting that's games. that kind of capcom thing coming in but i'm really excited to see a new dragon ball z story be told um i haven't really gotten the opportunity to dive into super but i've heard pretty good things and and it's weird i've been waiting i've been waiting for a good chunk of it to get dubbed yeah. because the, the voice actors are great the subbed version is that's not my goku voice and i can't oh, get over it so this, this, i'm gonna say it right now the sub version is really bad i oh it, is it bad the the, the the original Japanese voice actors. I know people are going like, oh, I'm sorry, he sounds like a five year old. Yeah, it's just, it's no, it's, it's like too goofy for me. <laughs> yeah, I I was raised on the American Same. Goku voice. So I can't great. let it go. That guy is great. Um, so I, I'm just really excited to see more stories told in this universe. Mm-hmm. I I love the franchise, and I'm ready to just see this thing get wacky and wild. And it's a beautiful art style. It's yeah. super pretty to look at, and I'm. I'm excited to just watch people at Evo play this game and really dig into it and pull off beautiful, fancy combos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it comes out January 26th in 2018. Very, very soon. That's the thing, man. It's like, even though I'm like, I, I kind of fell off Dragon Ball Z after the Boo Saga. Like, I didn't watch GT or anything. No, like but GT no, 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 no one cares about that. Boo Saga is also there, good, though. I think it went on for two. It's long. a little long. It's the weakest. It's the weakest of all. But I, I love Goten and Trunks. I love when they fuse and they're just like an asshole. My problem with 
I mean, he's gonna, we got to do a Dragon Ball podcast. My problem with with Boo is that Gohan, they're just like, oh, oh, he is fucked over. Yeah, he's just like he was going to set up after the, end of the Cell Saga to be, but no, it's always Goku. It's always, he's always the most powerful guy. Um, but with Super, like I've seen some things, and you know they bring back old villains and use them apparently really well, especially. It's not a spoiler, but no. you know we know Frieza comes Frieza back. comes back, and it, it, from what I've seen, it's like this is really goofy and fun, and I love Frieza's interactions with all these characters, which you're so familiar with. I mean, he's still a psychopath. He's still he's 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 like Vegeta, who like if Vegeta's reformed. He's actually the best character in the show because he's a good dad and everything. <laughs> and he's not like Goku. They say Goku's a terrible father. Yeah. They straight up say no, that. he's a piece of shit. He is, and I was like. Yeah, it's, Fuji- it's a comic. Vegeta's the one with the arc. Yeah, yeah. It, like I'm glad Super is. It's meta commentary on Dragon Ball in general, and that's really fun. Which I actually hope with Fighter Z, if they do DLC or if that is actually factor in the yeah. game where they can explore that. Well, they have that stuff. I think characters from all across the saga. They even yeah. have a most recent edition hit. I think from the resurrection yeah, he's of like, Frieza. He's, he's Goku's new rival, and Vegeta's yeah. like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he's really sad about that. I think, I think that's kind of fun. Um, yeah, I, I'm, you know what, out of all the fighting games, which again, if it's not Injustice, I'm, I'm really excited to pick up a Dragon Ball Fighter Z too. Yeah. Uh, so the other game I want to bring up is Spider-Man, where it's weird. I've had really kind of mixed reactions to this game, even though it's Insomniac, who I think is a really kind of underrated developer, at least recently. They made Sunset Overdrive, which is an Xbox One exclusive title, which no one played. You love it me. though. I think it's one of the best games of this generation of consoles. It is so much fun. It makes fun of the video game industry and publishers and developers. And I think maybe that's why it didn't penetrate because it's it's a this sounds so bad. It sounds so just ugh. it's a game made for gamers, yeah, and who are connected to that culture. It's it's for people who are on NeoGaf and they constantly like mock NeoGaf the entire time. It's so unique and fun. It takes the piss out of people who exactly. are, who it is for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like me, us, which is oh, it's so good. Um, but. What I am excited about Spider-Man is that I'm hoping that they can incorporate everything that they've learned with their past franchises with Ratchet and Clank, but most especially with Sunset Overdrive. One of the best things about Sunset Overdrive was it's uh, the way you can move the character around the world. And I think applying that to Spider-Man will be really unique. And what we've seen with footage from that game is like, this is this is New York realized. This is everything you've seen Spider-Man do in the comics and the movies, you can do in this game. And they showcase that really well. The other thing I'm excited about with that game is that they're showing off new villains. Yeah, so it's Mr. not going to be the Green Goblin. It's not going to be Doc Ock. It's like you're showing Mr. Negative, who's a more recent Spider-Man creation, uh, Dan Slott's room, which I know he's, you're yeah, familiar with. He's heavily involved in the game, I believe, helped yeah. write some of the story and stuff I, like I that. Think, and I also think Mr. Negative is going to be either the central villain or one of the main villains, clearly because they keep showing him off. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I don't know too much about this character, but it's exciting for me. And the other thing is they got Shocker in there because Shocker always has to be in there and he's the best character. Herman Schultz, man. He's the best part of Spider-Man Homecoming, as we all know. <laughs> The two shockers in there. <laughs> Damn. I love that line. It's so, it's so good. Um, but the only thing that kind of it makes it slightly off-putting is just the character design. The way Gosh. the characters look. Oh, oh okay. No, I no, no, you meant no, the no, suit. No. I thought you meant the suit. Oh, no. I mean, the suit's like, I've gotten over that. It's like, okay, okay this is your, whatever. That's fine. I just like the way the character moves. But the way the, the animation. Yeah. It's really weird and just kind of angular and rubbery and it is wet. A bit, it is wet. a bit yeah. rubbery. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm really excited for the game. I, I, sure. there, I, do, I do have hesitations. Mm-hmm. I, I think one of the gameplay showed you on a rooftop. Mm-hmm. And it seemed a little like it's not going to let you throw the person off the building, which is fine. But it seemed a little... 
felt like contained. an arena. Felt like an arena yeah. I'm in. I'm like, I can only do this. Which is, which works for Batman because you're always on the ground. So you don't have yeah. to account for inside that. A, and you're inside a building. Yeah. But for Spider-Man, whose freedom is, who the entire ethos, ethos of Spider-Man is to be free and to fly through yeah. the sky and yeah. to toss and swing other people i can see how that's a little hard to get around and i hope it isn't too restrictive yeah. i'm also super pumped though that miles morales is getting more presence in one of other friends yeah in Z other take in other forms of media he's hinted at in homecoming he's he's getting his own well he's one of the main spider-man in spider-man enter the spider-verse i think is what it's called that movie looks great by the way it looks so fucking cool yeah he's wearing nikes and it's awesome <laughs> She uh, knows that, <laughs> but I am excited to see Insomniac hopefully do what uh, Rock City was able to do with Spider Batman, but to do it with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see hopefully a good Spider Man game. Not to put you on the spot, but what's one character other than the, all the ones that we've seen that you want to show up in that game? Because there's one in particular that I I kind of want to see based on with since Miles Morales is established in this universe. You talking I, Prowler? Yeah, I want to see his uncle in there. I think that'd be a really kind of unique dynamic. I honestly, and they're not gonna fucking do it, mm. but I would just love to see like at least a superior Spider Man suit. Oh, I think they'll be in that'd be dope. Suit. But I would love like. I don't know, for something like that to get mentioned in there, because I love the that, fact that, that Doc, Doc Ock was Spider-Man for a bit and actually better at it than Peter Parker. Yeah, he was. Which is really He's funny. Psychopath, that's why. <laughs> um, to have another dance lot character, like maybe Alpha. Some, just like, I don't even know who that is, man. It's it's like a weird teen who like, oh. has superpowers. Oh, I know. He, he became Spider-Man's sidekick, right? Yeah, he is was like, was? Yeah, he's like a piece of crazy? shit teen. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah. Um, he like kills... <laughs> people i think Damn. at some point but just i would love for dan slot to get a little more involved characters that he's introduced and really built up mm. to get an opportunity because I, th- I think that's what's really helped spider-man along in the com- dan slot has been the writer for a long time Close also if a uh, yeah. spider gwen shows up that'd be awesome yeah and, and hey if they're gonna do like a tie into the spider-verse movie got it not be that'd surprised. be so cool mm-hmm. that'd be really cool peter porker him too you know what he definitely needs to show up. It's Insomniac, man, and they love their cartoon yeah. characters. I'm just, I'm, I'm just excited to see all the different outfits and costumes, yeah. so that'd be cool. Oh, and also to see if it ties into, if it allows any other Marvel heroes into it. I wonder if they'll, if they're able to do that. It's weird though, because last Sony, but it's I, also yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, last time, la- what was it? Um, Web of Shadows Wolverine, had Wolverine and Venom. It's true, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, the license might be different in that way. Um, we recently talked about Friday the Thirteenth and its unique yes. take on multiplayer mm-hmm. and how fun that is to see someone take a chance on that. So I'm really looking forward to a way out uh, by the developers of Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, which is in itself an excellent game yes, with with an attention to detail. The fact that the um, right trigger the trigger or the white right analog stick the one you're so mm-hmm. used to using for movement is the big brother while yeah. the other one that makes you feel a little more awkward is the one you control with the little brother which is such <laughs> a small unique and important detail to put into your yeah. game i'm excited to see their unique take on a shawshank redemption type prison break game yeah. where it's all about playing with another player uh at the same time and they're doing a brilliant way of this of if you buy the game, you get an additional copy to give to someone to play with wow. you, which huh. is the way to do this. To this, I've never seen this done before, mm-hmm. and I think now is the time to be able to do it where online is such an intricate way. And a few years ago, they would have made this only local co-op, but for yes. you to be able to play it with someone mm-hmm. across um, the way, 
I don't know. Maybe I'll actually buy it on Xbox One so we can play together, yeah. and it's actually like I'll, it works I'll, I'll that way. I might play it on PlayStation. <laughs> like, like that's so awesome that they're gonna do this. Yeah. No, it's really that's so unique, and it's crazy. That it's it's EA, but EA, you know, for their flaws, and my God, they've made a lot of <laughs> dumb decisions in 2017. They have shown like effort to put out titles that were different. You know, I mean, Unravel. Which again is is a, is a 2D side scroller with a kind of unique. You play this like little Yarny character and you go through it. And it's really beautiful. It tells this singular story and that's it. Like it shows that yeah, EA they're gonna put out their you know multiplayer their games for service games. But the see the see that they're actually putting out these smaller titles or these titles that are vastly different than what we usually get. That in itself is an encouraging sign. I'm glad a game like this is getting attention, and hopefully, it's gonna live up to what 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 it's showcasing. Yeah, you know, and that it, guy it looks that, really cool. And the guy that did the rant. He was very passionate about it. Yes. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Uh, now, yeah, the last game that I want to bring up, which, again, I never thought I would because I hate this franchise because it's so stupid, but it's God of War. It's it's Sony Santa Monica. <laughs> I can't believe in, you're excited. And blow, it's, they're blowing up the franchise. It's like, hey, Kratos, he's an awful character. We're going to make you care about him this time. He's a good dad. He's a good... And yeah, and I think that's the brilliant thing. It's... It's Sony Santa Monica looking at what one of their sister studios or you know, sister studios is doing with Naughty Dog with The Last of Us saying, let's pair him up with another character. Let's not have him be yelling the entire time. Let's give him an emotional arc with his son. And that is, that's why I'm interested in it because it's presenting a character which I have never liked, which I think is really kind of like of the PS2 generation where like you have all these really sarcastic and likable characters. But here you're actually giving emotional depth to someone for the first time ever but also exploring um, a mythology which we don't often see in games, which is the Norse mythology. Which again, you're still continuing. Like all the God of War games happen, but now you're just you're doing something different, and you're also changing the gameplay where it's not just hack and slash stuff. Which again, I'm not a fan of. I know some people are, but I'm not. It's kind of a little slower paced, and where it's more of um, in terms of its its level design, it's borrowing from Tomb Raider where you can go back to these certain environments, you can explore them, you can collect certain things, and where it's not just this kind of like arbitrary, you just go straight. And it's like, okay, I like that. This more giant kind of open arena type things. It, it, like not open world, but uh, open enough where you get, you get the sense of like, I can explore this area and discover new secrets. It's like everything that they're saying about this game, just it speaks to me as someone who wants... Yes, great gameplay, but also a sense of a narrative. And really, 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 at the end of the day, characters that I care about. Yeah. Can make me connected to them. And again, the fact that God of War is doing that, that's why, that's why to me, it's, it's my most anticipated game of next year from what I am seeing. I'm definitely going to play it, but I am a bit hesitant mm-hmm. because I was a big fan of God of War 1 sure, through 3 and the hack and slash gameplay. And yes, I know Kratos is an asshole, but it's very fun. And it's very funny. <laughs> it, 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 it's overly violent unwarded, and it's brutal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it the game from what I've seen in the gameplay, it the slowness feels too slow and it feels chunky and it, it reminds me a bit of Gears, but without guns. What's of Dark Souls, honestly? How slow the characters. Okay, are. I see. I haven't played enough Dark yeah, Souls yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to have that experience. So the original trilogy is canon. Yeah, they said that. You you, That's you so notice cool. on his um you notice that uh, he still has a scar Adam, in his stomach. A scar, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, That's they say all that happened. He's just he's just he's starting to age now. Have they mentioned like? Did new gods just like show up and like take? No, it down? they've always been around. He's just, but the Greek gods are all dead. He's, oh, because he moved, of him. He moved on because he destroyed Greece, and he's trying to basically. He's like, I'm. I was a terrible person, and I want to get away from that. He's running away. Oh, okay. And, but it's him also. He's being humbled for the first time in his life, 
and he's like, huh. I just want to start over. I want to live a quiet life. And I, I'm a, he's at him. Admit, I'm a bad person, but I want to bring some sense. I want to bring some good into this world. And it's reflected in his son who he's teaching. He's like, you need to be better. I want you to be better than me. Don't, don't, don't live up to, don't live up to be me. Be your own person. They, but I'm going to teach you along the way, the things that you need to survive. What's the conflict? I th- do you have to I take- don't know. I don't know what the conflict is. That's what's interesting. Like, what is? I mean, clearly, it's going to be fighting. I mean, maybe the Norse gods. Do they like I mean, take his son as some sort of retribution? Everything I've heard is that the son is always with you. It is the Last of Us approach. He's always going to be your companion along the way. So, I mean, and the one thing I do know is that your wife has died, and it's you raising okay. your son by yourself. So maybe that's the connection where maybe the Norse gods or Norse god Loki, who knows, killed your wife, and you're going on this quest for revenge. But you're also taking your son with you. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know the general narrative of the game, which I'm is exciting. Vi- okay, I'm kind of interested to see what now that the original trilogy is part of canon. Now yeah, that I know oh, that for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. That is very interesting. It, still, the gameplay. I'm so I have to wrap well, my head it. around a reinvention of this character. But I'm I'm excited to see that Sony again is taking chances with their franchises mm-hmm. rather than just letting them die and wither or repeating the same thing to yep. stomp it into the ground to where we hate it. <clears throat> Mass Effect. Um, or I was I would send Halo if you want to compare anything, it to anything like that. Yeah. But rather than do any of those things, it's like, well, let's just let's try something completely different and see if that yeah. takes. That's well, that's a good effort. Mm-hmm. You know what's coming out next year, maybe, or this year, maybe. You know. Ah! You're gonna you're gonna buy this motherfucking game. You're gonna give me some goddamn money. You're gonna make me some money, John. <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Man. I know you I are. I cannot <laughs> believe it could possibly, maybe, potentially be coming out this year. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's definitely Kingdom Hearts three. Um, as you guys know, um, Kingdom Hearts is my favorite franchise. Is it? Yeah, it is. I don't think like, you ever mentioned it. I, really? Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. Oh. I forgot. <laughs> um, but to see. Well, honestly, I was so excited playing Final Fantasy 15 and I loved it so much because to me, this was a, it was a testing ground for what Kingdom Hearts could be. Okay. Final Fantasy, its biggest problem is its story and its characters that aren't really as well developed as they need to be. But Kingdom Hearts doesn't have that baggage. It has a history to it. It has characters that you've spent time with it. It has a story it's been Mm -hmm. telling. But the gameplay of Final Fantasy 15 showed that Square Enix can develop a fun game to play and I, I love that fast action and to see that Kingdom Hearts is implementing certain things and elements from that game while still continuing goofy sidesteps like taking over little robots in a toy shop in uh, Toy Story Land and to see yeah. to see Woody just look at sort of like that's my favorite f- what the fuck is going on that's my absolute favorite moment in that entire- I was like that's why I want to play the game just for the character to go what what is happening <laughs> <laughs> and just knowing that Disney owns so many properties now yeah. to kind of see what they could potentially add. Um, they've Since this game has been in development, they already had Marvel and they had Star Wars to just, you know, maybe we won't go to those worlds, but to see oh, Im- are, elements yeah. of them, at least assist characters would be interesting. I mean, we went, to, we went to a pirate's world that looked really bad, so I don't see why we couldn't go to Star Wars or Marvel. You're That's why, I think that's why the game is delayed so long, because Disney got those properties. Square Enix like, oh, we can do something with that. Yeah, you're gonna be teaming up with Spider Man and Iron Man, and Captain America, and you're gonna also you're gonna go to Star Wars. You're gonna be with the. I wouldn't be surprised if I don't know if the prequels, but you're gonna go to the original trilogy. You're gonna go to this new trilogy as well. You're gonna be with those characters, and it's like that's. It's like, Star it's, Wars makes it's perfect just, sense. It does, for, yeah, for all the magic and the Force and the, the Heartless. In fact, you know, like I don't know, Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader, and I'm like, oh my god, you can. There's there's infinite possibilities of that franchise, and yeah, it's like 
the thing is, I haven't played the original games. I'm thinking just the first two because yep. I know they have all those spinoffs. Um, but look, man, the way it looks, it looks beautiful. I love that cartoony aesthetic. All the properties are exploring. And again, even though I had so many problems with Final Fantasy 15, that combat was great. That was the best part of that game. If they apply that for, yeah, Kingdom Hearts, and I get to hang out with all these other characters that I love, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Why not? And what I think they've, they haven't announced mini worlds, and I love that too, that throughout the year, mm. hopefully they'll start doling stuff out. And oh, I can, you, you throughout know the year, know. just get super fucking pumped every yeah, time. Yeah. I think all we know for sure is they've got the Toy Story World, they've shown Olympus, and mm, mm-hmm. I think they might have shown Tangled, and they've confirmed that Big Hero 6 is a world. Yeah, they have confirmed. So, that. like, yeah. to see that they're digging into other animated things, n- letting go of the past, killing it, Kill- letting it die, let it let it die, um, and moving on to some of their new franchises is a welcome experience. It is, it is. O- on to the future. That's what we just have to do, John. Is the move on? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes change is scary, but mm-hmm, you got mm-hmm. you got to make it. So, um, yeah. So this is the last episode like this. I would guess although this is kind of a unique episode in its own right yeah um so going forward chris and i plan to make we are error different if even continue it under that brand name mm-hmm. so instead of the usual format in 2018 of we'll talk news and then we'll have a main topic uh what we want to do instead is make a tournament style show so each month it, the show is planned at least for the beginning of the year because i'll be getting married and things will be so hectic yeah um for it to just be monthly and kind of like with the most recent episode the best of 2017 we want to spend each episode talking about the games that we played throughout the month and ultimately picking a best game of each month mm-hmm. uh we'll play old games of course and like i'll be playing through some of the stuff i missed through 2017 and Ultimately, we'll just those will be our reviews. We'll talk about those games in depth, um, but we will each try and play a new game that was released in that month. Right, duke it out and try and convince the other, and hopefully each of us can swap and we can kind of get some time, get some time with each other's game that we choose. Mm -hmm. um, But to decide what the game of that month is, Um, and so you'll know that comes out to twelve games for twelve months. There's going to be a, a rule there where Chris and I each get two picks um, to pick any game to move on to the end of the year tournament. So mm-hmm. that'll be 16 games that do get out um, as we try and determine what the very best game is. And what we hope to do is that you guys follow along. And I'd love to still incorporate what you guys are playing. Uh, maybe as we see the show continue to go on, we'll add a bi-weekly segment where we just talk about what you guys are playing and yeah. our experiences with those. And the reason it's going monthly is, yes, in addition to, you know, our lives has gotten so busy and we want to have enough time to really sit with the games that we're playing so we can provide you guys with the best opinions and, and best recommendations on what you guys should be playing from the year and from years past. But also, Chris and I have a lot of ideas for other shows in di- diving into different pop culture minutiae that we like are really excited about. And and I think our, when we're really excited about a project, that comes through better in the product. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just a way to kind of decrease burnout in terms of games and also increase our anticipation for other th- forms of media. Both both together and, and separately. Yeah, so definitely... Um, 
continue to follow us on Twitter at we are Aircast, at we are uh, at your buddy John No H, mm-hmm. and at Chris J Herman among other social media yeah. things that we both have. We'll be sure to keep you guys updated on our own personal Twitters. We'll at least post it on the site where everything's going. Um, we are Air will continue in some form, whether that just be metaphorical and the fact that Chris and I like we are error and as mm-hmm. as the audience you guys are error too um so be sure to keep keep up with us on twitter uh keep listening to the show we'll if we, if the show ends up being under a different title we'll at least put the first couple episodes on this feed and ask that you guys continue to subscribe and follow along and i'll be testing out things maybe a personal website um maybe stuff with anchor yeah. eventually once i've settled in maybe some twitch stuff but if you guys want some twitch content or some youtube content i think one of us already does that yeah so yes of course you can check me out on twitter at mr revenant seven and eventually yeah, as john said i'll be doing some you know hopefully developing some all sep- my separate site and things like that again we'll you will we'll tell you more in the future but it it, it will be i think relatively soon we yeah. just want to kind of work on ideas and but like like john said we have a lot of exciting things and we we hope that to have all you like please give us feedback and and we're hopeful like just just to stick around to see what kind, the types of content that we're going to be offering yeah birdie michael troy all you guys like yeah. The, 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 the council of we are here. <laughs> um, the holders of the knowledge. So y'all keep playing games and just shoot us messages. Let yes. us know what you're playing throughout the month. And, you know, maybe that can already get involved in the first very first episode as we kind of flesh out uh, what our plans are for 2018. Yes. So once again, guys, thank you for following along. And I hope that you continue on into 2018 with us. I destroy everything I touch!